lost the love of the game multiple times and just, you know, I need to get back to it because it just, it's just it's eating myself up and you can see other guys too, it's just it's eating us up and it's, it's, it's tough. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode 62. Uh, we have a lot of news for you today. Um, I know last episode talked about the official divisions and how that's being broken down and how that's all playing out, playoffs, all that jazz. Um, today we actually have the schedule. We actually have dates, baby, for when games are being played and who's playing who and how many times and all that. So uh, we'll get into that in just a second, but uh, without further ado, diving into some injuries here first. Um, first off, um, for the injuries, topping off the list here, Nikita Kucherov will not be playing in the regular season at least um, for right now. Uh, he may return during the playoffs because odds are the Bolts will make the playoffs again. Uh, um, but he uh, sustained... Uh, an injury requiring hip surgery, so he is going to be recovering through the duration of the regular season. Um, so that means Kucherov's on LTIR, which means there's some s- signings, and we'll get into those signings in just a second. Um, also, Washington Capitals general manager Brian McEllen, uh, McLellan uh, stated that Henrik Lundqvist has been playing with a heart condition his entire career, so the heart condition that has caused him to not be in uh, the regular season for the Capitals this year um, apparently has been a thing for his entire career, but I guess for whatever reason it's, uh, it, it has gotten to a severity in which that he cannot play uh, for this year. Um, but but yeah, so um, hopefully uh, Henrik's all right, and uh, if he if he sees NHL ice again, um, I hope it's sooner rather than later. But um, but if he has to hang him up for uh, for health reasons, I mean everyone's gonna you know regardless if you know people's opinion, you know, gotta respect you know it's it's health first, of course, definitely health first, and. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's good that, you know, Henrik is doing what he needs to do. So, uh, hopefully he, feel, he feels better, if, uh, if not already. Uh, lastly, in the injury uh, side of things here, we have uh, the captain of Team Canada, Kirby Doc, uh, of the Chicago Blackhawks, Kirby Doc. I'll be missing the entirety of the 2021 World Juniors and likely... Uh, the start of the NHL season, which starts in about 21 days now, like, or at least less, oh yeah, at least like 21 days around that time um, until the NHL season starts. Um, after injuring his wrist uh, against Russia in um, World Junior um, playing, so uh, hopefully Kirby Doc, you know, heals up real soon. Uh, going into signings. Uh, switching gears back to the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, they have re-signed defenseman uh, Eric Cernak to a three-year deal, 8.85 mil with an AAV of 2.95. Uh, they also re-signed defenseman Jan Ruda for, to a two-year deal, 2.6 mil with an AAV of 1.3 mil. Uh, the Lightning also re-signed forward Matthew Joseph to a two-year deal, 1.475 million with an AAV of 737,500. For Matthew Joseph, and lastly, uh, the Tampa Lightning have re-signed forward Alexander uh, Volkov, or Volkov, 
to a one-year one-way deal worth a league minimum of 700 grand, uh, 700 grand. So, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning certainly not uh, wasting any time to use all the money that has been freed up uh, since uh, Kucherov's been put on LTIR. Uh, Washington Capitals have signed forward Connor Sheary to a one-year $735,000 contract. Um, after coming back to the Penguins, after leaving the Buffalo Sabres, uh, he's now a uh, capital now, so congrats to him. Uh, Florida Panthers have re-signed goaltender Sam Montembeau to a one-year two-way deal worth 700k at the NHL level and 85k at the AHL level. Uh, speaking of goaltenders, the New Jersey Devils have re-signed goaltender Mackenzie Blackwood to a three-year deal, 8.4 million, with an average annual value of 2.8 million. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks re-signed goaltender Ryan Miller to a one-year, $1 million contract. Uh, just, you know, someone steady behind uh, old uh, John Gibson. Uh, Buffalo Sabres re-signed Ford Casey Milstadt to a one-year deal, $874,125 for the year. Wish they had a nice round number, but whatever. Uh, Montreal Canadiens have signed Ford Michael Frolik to a one-year deal, $750K. Uh, Nashville Predators have signed Ford Eric Halla to a one-year deal worth $175 million, uh, $1.75 million. Uh, Nashville Predators have re-signed Ford Mikel Granlund to a one-year deal, $3.75 million for him. And lastly, the Chicago Blackhawks have signed Ford Alex... Oh, no, I'd take that back. Rewind, rewind. Uh, it was a missed... Injury that I meant to put in the injury uh, side of things. Uh, Alex uh, Blackhawks forward Alex Nylander will be missing four to six months following surgery to repair a meniscus tear in his left knee. Definitely not a s signature, but uh, it's a signature on the injury list uh, if if I have seen one. But yeah, that's their signatures. And um, moving on down here. Um, to the news section. I'm going to break up the news section into two sides of things. Um, first off, we have the NBC Sports um, and the National Women's Hockey League uh, in WHL have announced that uh, the 2021 Isabel Cup, which is the equivalent of the, uh, is the NWHL's version of the Stanley Cup mainly, um, their semifinals and final will air live exclusively on NBCSN on February 4th and 5th from the historic Herb Brooks Arena in Lake Placid, New York. Um, and the single elimination Isabel Cup semifinal will be live on Thursday, February 4th at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I don't know why that says that but whatever uh the winner oh okay because there's two different games okay i get it uh the winners of the semifinals will advance to the isabel cup final on the next night friday february 5th at 7 p.m eastern and in addition to the coverage on nbcsn live coverage will stream exclusively on the nbcsports.com and nbc sports app which is definitely a big step in the right direction for women's hockey it puts it on a world stage. Uh, I wouldn't say it puts it on the world stage. It puts it on the national stage, which is what you want to grow the brand. 
um, and grow the uh, the awareness that number one, the women's hockey leagues even exist in the first place, and also it showcases what they can do outside of the Olympic uh, Olympics area. Because I also I, I I kept out the part where it's like, oh, this is the first time professional hockey's been. Um, Professional women's hockey has actually been put on a national stage. Actually, technically, that's wrong because every four years they have the Winter Olympics and the women's teams are on there all the time. And they are professional caliber players. Now, yes, this is also the Olympics versus a professional uh, league, uh, sports league, but still, you know, it's still important. However, it's also key to note that none of, at least that I know of, none of the Olympic, uh, the women's hockey players for the Olympic teams are not in the NWHL that I am aware of because they're wanting to have something that's a little bit more quote-unquote sustainable. But, hey, if this does well, and honestly... I understand the situation that they're hoping to have a little bit of a better situation. And yeah, the NWHL is a small league. It only has six or seven te- uh, six or seven teams in it now, right now. Because I know that apparently they just put a new team in Toronto after that the Canadian uh, Women's Hockey uh, League folded just not too long ago, actually. Uh, I want to say at least about a year ago that they folded. Um, that um, ever since that happened, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're not gonna join the NWHL, even though it's like the and it's the only one now." So, and they're one in the NHL to getting the things, which I find it interesting because the NHL is actually promoting this Isabel Cup being on NBC Sports. So, I'd say, I mean, yeah, I know. What you women's hockey players, I know you want what you know, what you've put out there saying, hey, this is what we need. But at some point, you're gonna have to give a little to get a little, you know? Like, if you, especially if those, I mean, not to take anything away from the girls that are currently in the NWHL right now, I'm telling you this if they had those Olympic players on there, on their rosters. I mean, who's who's to say that the NWHL can't, you know, really just take off, especially with the Isabel Cup being on NBC Sports, which is on a national stage. Which I'm also going to suspect that either Sportsnet or TSN is going to cover that on the Canadian side of things, but I would hope. Um, but for the American side of things, freaking NBC, you know, it's, it's big... It's a big money network that's giving you airtime. I wouldn't squander it. But, uh, but yeah, I'll be looking forward to this. I'll be definitely checking this out um, whenever it comes on. Uh, and I have no horse in the race, so it just makes it even better because I have like no sort of um, bias toward anyone because uh, I don't have a horse in the race, obviously. Um, and they don't have a team that's currently in my market, so... Um, which I hope that does change in the future, but uh, they have to succeed in order to expand and so on and so forth, obviously. So, um, 
we'll see how it goes for him, and hopefully it does go well for him. Um, but switching gears back to the NHL, though, um, it would appear that the franchises, at least a couple of them, have came out and uh, stated that they are going to be putting ads on their helmets. Now, I know there's there's people that are being like, oh, that's not a big deal. It's just a sticker on a helmet. What could possibly go wrong? I'll tell you what could possibly go wrong is that, and knowing how greedy, I mean, yeah, I understand, you know, making a business. You want to make money, obviously, because you're in, you know, in the business of being in a business, and businesses need money to run. Obviously, yes, I get it. However, comma, we are not, they are not, a league like the AHL, the ECHL, the NAHL, or any of the freaking European leagues, or anywhere that has a whole mess of ads on their jerseys and every, like everything, like covering the eyes and all that, like... Also, kind of rose. I mean, it rose my eyebrows whenever they put ads at the end on the uh, behind the goal lines uh, that they did like two, three years ago. That's when they started to do that. Kind of rose my eyebrows, but I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. It's it's not really in the way, whatever. Um, putting on the helmet. I mean, they're not putting on the jerseys, which is what I'm I'm happy for now. But who's to say that in the future they don't think about doing that? Which I really, 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 really hope they never do. But knowing how, you know, things go, obviously that's a possibility. And I am certainly not a fan of that. And on top of that, I'll say this, that... Because, yeah, putting it on a helmet is like basically opening a door, like cracking the door to putting it on jerseys and so on and so forth. And and they're going to be like saying that, oh, it's only for one year. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Believe you me, it will not last for one year. If it lasts for one year, I'll eat my own words. But until that time comes, I suspect that they're not going to do that and they're going to make it a, a perennial thing. Uh, which I hope that's not the case, but uh, yeah, they're putting ads on the helmets. At least uh, they, I want to say, I know Washington said that they're putting Capital One as their sponsor on their helmet, which also is the name of their arena, the Capital One Arena, and Prudential is the sponsor on the New Jersey Devils, which is also the Prudential Center. Uh, for them. So, with all that trend going forward, and that means that the Vegas Golden Knights will have T-Mobile on their helmets. Uh, the St. Louis Blues will have Enterpri- uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car on there. Um, freaking nationwide insurance for the old uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. I can go on. Uh, I will not, though. But, yeah, I really hope it this, is, this doesn't become a trend uh, after this year, but we'll see how that plays out for them. But, on a happy note, um... So there was a an actual uh, petition on Change.org uh, to allow Gritty to be in the stands for Flyers games at the Wells Fargo Center, and they did it, guys. Because I, I signed it twice. I signed it once with the uh, the uh, YouTube channel's uh, email as well as my own personal one. 
um, and shared it as well as probably a lot of you have as well. Um, Gritty put out a statement saying, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, December 23rd, 2020. The following statement was released today by Gritty regarding a plea to the NHL to allow shenanigans and tomfoolery at hockey games this season. The NHL has thus agreed to grant Gritty arena access. Gritty in response to questions about his future quarantine plans. I'm back. He's back, baby. Uh, or as what a lot of people call him, the crack muppet is uh, what he has uh, been called. Um, regardless, he is the number one NHL uh, mascot. When he initially was revealed to everybody, I definitely did not think that was going to be possible. But here we are. He is yeah, he's sorry, Louie. He's better than you. Sorry, Chance. He's better than you. UP. I mean, you're better with the Expos and not the Habs. Sorry, Gritty is number one. It's just saying. Um, but yeah. And now, without further ado, I'm going to bid you adieu for now um, until after the ad break. So, three, two, one. And we're back. Um, so, to close out the show, we have two things to talk about here. First off, the title of the episode. As the 23rd captain in St. Louis Blues history, Ryan O'Reilly, yesterday, on the 23rd of January, of December, my bad, 2020, has been officially announced as the new captain of the St. Louis Blues. Um, which, congratulations, Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, he was definitely a clear-cut uh, guy for the job, um, which a lot of people were going to point as Steiner to uh, Alex Steen to be that. Um, but that, um, with that said, though, uh, since he retired, he's also going to be freeing up one of the alternate captain spots. And I... This is one of the many hills that I have that I will die on. The A on the jersey or sweater, depending on how, what, whatever you want to call it, is the alternate captain. It's not the assistant captain. He's the alternate captain. Agree to disagree with me all you want. This is the hill I will die on. Alright? It's... The alternate captain, not the assistant captain. And also, I know a lot of people give EA Sports a lot of shit, but guess what? Whenever you go and set the seat, the captains and alternates, captains and alternates for your teams that you have on during franchise mode or whatever, they don't call it the assistant. They call it the alternate. So I'm just saying and putting it out there very energetically. It's the A on the jersey is alternate, not assistant. Thank you. This was my TED Talk. Um, anywho, the alternates for Ryan O'Reilly, after he got the C, will be Vladimir Tarasenko, which he'll probably not be starting the season, for sure. Uh, Braden Shen, which a lot of people... Oh, there's actually some people that were suspecting that Braden Shen could be captain material. Um, I wouldn't disagree. Definitely wouldn't disagree. And I honestly wouldn't been I wouldn't have been mad if Braden Shen uh, uh, won over the C, but you know, Conn Smythe winner and you know 
just all around, you know, just giving the boys all the jam in the world. Um, Ryan O'Reilly definitely fits the bill real nicely. Uh, and also, Colton Pareko will also be wearing the alternate A on the jersey as well. So, um, congrats to Colton Pareko, Braden Chen, and Vladimir Tarasenko. And, yeah, that's, um, that's that. Um, actually, that's three things that I have to talk about. Um, which two, the next two things are about scheduling. First off, I already know that the Winter Classic that was supposed to be slated for legitimately six days from now, seven days from now, well, would have would have been seven days from now, uh, was postponed till further notice. Don't know what day. Probably pushed back a year. Whatever. The stadium series that the Carolina Hurricanes was supposed to host on the whatever day that was it was like February twenty third, something like that. Uh, that's also getting postponed till further notice as well. So goes without saying, but they officially put out a statement saying that oh yeah, we're postponing this. So. Look forward to that next year. Uh, not this coming year, but next year. Um, but speaking of scheduling, baby, this is what you came here for. Um, if you came uh, for anything. Um, news of the NHL scheduling. So first off, a tweet from the NHL public relations account. Verbatim. 116... Listen, listen here. 116 consecutive days of NHL hockey begins with a five-game slate on Wednesday, January 13th. 116 consecutive days of NHL hockey. After so long without it, 116 days uninterrupted. Hockey every day. You wake up, hockey. Go to sleep, hockey. Freaking make yourself a ham sandwich during lunchtime. Hockey. How you doing? But yeah, that's um, quite the spread to say the least. Um, and with that, we have our first three days of hockey openers. So on the 13th, we have five games on the 13th. We have the Colorado Avalanche hosting the St. Louis Blues. We have the Philadelphia Flyers uh, hosting the Pittsburgh Penguins for the Battle of Pennsylvania. We have the Edmonton Oilers hosting the Vancouver Canucks. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning hosting the Chicago Blackhawks. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are hosting the Canadiens. Uh, on the 14th of January, we have the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Anaheim Ducks. The Florida Panthers hosting the Dallas Stars. We have the Arizona Coyotes hosting the San Jose Sharks. Uh, we have the Nashville Predators hosting the Columbus Blue Jackets. We have the Winnipeg Jets hosting the Calgary Flames. We have the another Oilers and Canucks game uh, where the Oilers are hosting the Canucks. We have the Buffalo Sabres hosting the Washington Capitals. We have the New Jersey Devils hosting the Boston Bruins. We have the New York Rangers hosting the New York Islanders. We have the Detroit Red Wings hosting the Carolina Hurricanes. And we have the LA Kings hosting the Minnesota Wild. And lastly, on the third day, 
of hockey where every team will at least have played one game. The Avalanche once again host the Blues, uh, Flyers and Pens, Panthers and Stars, Sabres and uh, Capitals, Lightning and Blackhawks, and the Senators uh, odd man out starting their first game of the season on the 15th against the Maple Leafs um, in Ottawa. Um, and that's also barring if Canada and all the provinces have cleared for it. Uh, and it's a clear-cut winner that the uh, Alberta teams will be fine, but British Columbia might be given the Canucks some issues, um, and Quebec and uh, Ontario might give the Leafs, uh, Sens, and Habs a little bit of an issue, but... Uh, hopefully they figure it out, and if not, they'll have to figure out some other ways to play the games. However, um, every team in the NHL outside of the North Division or the Canadian Division will be facing each other eight times. Uh, that'll be four games away and four games at home. Now, for the Canadian Division, uh, that's a little bit of a different story. So the North Division's breakdown is not the 8-on-8, right? So, we have... I don't have the actual breakup in, like, homes and homes and aways, but combined. We have the Calgary Flames facing the Edmonton Oilers 10 times. So, we have the Battle of Alberta 10 times this season. So, uh, buckle up for that. Uh, the Flames will be versing the Habs nine times, the Sens nine times, the Leafs nine times, the Canucks ten times, and the Jets nine times. Uh, the Oilers will be facing the Habs nine times, the Sens nine times, the Leafs nine times, the, Ca- the Canucks ten times, and the Jets nine times. The Habs will be facing... The both the Flames and the Oilers nine times, the Sens ten times, the Leafs ten times, the Canucks ten and uh, nine times, and the Jets nine times. The Ottawa Senators will be facing both Alberta teams nine times, the Habs ten times, the Leafs and Canucks nine times, and the Jets ten times. The Toronto Maple Leafs will be facing the Alberta teams nine times apiece, the Habs ten times, the Sens nine times, the Canucks nine times, and the Jets ten times. The Canucks will be versing the Alberta teams ten times, the Habs, Leafs, and Senators nine times, as well as the Jets nine times. And lastly, the Winnipeg Jets will be versing the... Flames, Habs, Oilers nine times, the Canucks nine times, and both Ontario teams ten times. So, just just for the Battle of Alberta alone, that that that's that's must see TV. Must see TV. But at least on the bright side, it's not an instance. To where, like, for example, like, an instance where, like, Edmonton and the Leafs typically only verse each other two times because they're on separate division, uh, separate conferences. 
they're all in the same division, so they get to verse themselves uh, each other a lot more. So that is going to make for some quite interesting hockey because you have Marner, you have Marner and Matthews and Tavares and Nylander with versing Drysidle, McDavid, Nugent Hopkins. You know, it'll be an interesting bout for sure. And obviously, you know, Battle of Alberta and uh, seeing what happens with Matthew Kachuk and the, and the boys in the Calgary Flames against um, Zach Cassian and the boys on the Oilers. Uh, yeah. Even, even if I'm watching another game, which odds are will be, because they'll either be the Golden Knights or the, the Stars or the Oats or the Blues, um, I'll definitely have to be checking in uh, every now and again see how they're doing um, for the Battle of Alberta games. Which, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And uh, you guys should be excited too because we're not too far away uh, from NHL hockey right now. And um, all we just got to wait for now is... You know, it's a start. So, um, but yeah, that's been it. That's been the episode here for you. Uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe on your uh, favorite po- uh, podcasting platform. Uh, don't forget to share this with your uh, your friends uh, that are looking for a new new podcast to listen to. Um, I promise you, it will get a lot more interesting than than it is now. Um, I'll actually have people on here a little bit more. You know, on a a schedule um, and once I get back it'll be so much easier to do these and actually have people and then I can also you know have stuff released on a, a regular schedule instead of me being like X amount of hours ahead of everybody and it be dropping at like midnight someone else's time because I'm doing it like in the afternoon my time you know it it kind of screws up the whole thing, but but it'll be okay, you know, not too much longer, hopefully. Uh, but yeah, until then, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.